0: The Rainbow Effect by Dr. Stephen Cabral, page 292. How to change your emotions? Start with awareness. The only way to begin to get control of your life is to first become aware of your thoughts. Now, I know this may seem obvious, but I can assure you most people jump from emotion to emotion without truly stepping back to see what programming is running through their mind. The best way to do this is to become a th- third party bystander that is simply listening to the thoughts that are running through your head. What are they saying to you? Is it negative? Are they holding you down or back from achieving what you want out of life? Do they serve you in a, any positive way? Simply take notes on what you are thinking throughout the day and in specific situations. This practice is a cornerstone to being able to eventually disassociate yourself from the monkey mind we we all have that that is continually playing on a loop the childhood and accumulated lifetime of information that is meant to protect us from dangers it serves its purpose it serves its purpose but not without potential harm as well once you realize that it is not you but instead the accumulated data sending message from your subconscious in response to every situation you find yourself in, then you can begin to reprogram that data. Breathe and relax. I mentioned breathing a few times now throughout this book. There is a reason for that. You will probably never find a supplement, root and uh, nootropic, medication or technique more profound than returning to your breath. Once you begin to focus back on your breathing, you you will notice that most of the time when you are stressed or feeling anxious, you are most likely not breathing. You're probably holding your breath. And when you do take a breath, it's just a shallow chest breath. Your goal should be to slow your breathing and begin to take deeper, more relaxed belly breaths. By just taking 3 to 5 slow deep belly breaths, ideally eye closed, and really focusing on feeling the air come in through your nose and into your lungs for a count of about 5 seconds and then feel toxic air being expelled through your mouth over a slower 7 second count, I have no doubt the negative emotions will begin to pass. One of the reasons this works so well is that it is challenging for your mind to hold its focus on two tasks at once. By returning to your breathing, you will effectively cancel out the stressor. And by slowly releasing your breath while at the same time bringing more oxygen into your body, you will activate the parasympath- parasympathic- parasympathetic parasympathetic Nervous system, which is naturally calming. For more information on belly breathing, check out slash podcast. Once you become aware of stressful situations, you will ultimately find that you can use this calming breath technique to diffuse your response to what your mind deems a fight or flight situation. In time, you will also find your personal triggers and eliminate situations you used to find stressful. This will also help you lower the cortisol response and, as a result, lose weight and feel better. Practice non-judgment. I grew up judging everything. I viewed myself and everything I did as either better than or worse than the object of my judgment. Eventually, I learned that this led to a cause of my anxiety and burnout. I felt life was a competition. And worse, on a subconscious level, if you are always passing judgment, you always believe that you yourself are being judged. This is a secret few have been made aware of. For me, it was a life-changing switch. I stopped judging, so judgment was no longer on my mind. Therefore, I no longer thought anyone was judging me. I was no free to be me. From now on, as you begin to compare yourself or judge another person, simply catch yourself, take a deep breath, and smile as you let it pass. Understanding stress It's all of our jobs to understand that stress is something we perceive. It really it doesn't exist. To prove this, you simply have to look at varying levels of stress allocated to any given situation depending on the person. For example, some people love public speaking, others believe that it is a fate worse than death. Stress is an outward symptom of an alleged threat of some type, of, some type to our well-being. Although this served as, well, th- thousands of years ago, most of us are no longer in danger of famine, the weather, or being eaten by another animal. Although I won't deny some situations seem to be more universally stressful, we do always have a choice. We get to respond how we'd like. I'm not perfect. I'm not expecting expecting you to be either. My recommendation is to feel the stress for a moment, understand why you had that emotion, and then let it pass just as it came. Go back to your breath and let it go as best and quickly as you can. Better things lie ahead. uh, beginning with your mind. Many people believe that they are just one magic pill or a potion away from being aware again. And while nutritional supplements can often make all the differences in the world, they still aren't stronger than your own mind. More on this to come in the last chapter. So, if you are hoping from doctor to doctor, my recommendation is not to seek further help until you work on your first you must first come to the uncomfortable conclusion that it may just be you that is holding you back. The tricky part is that your subconscious emotions, previous programming, and self-limiting thoughts may be telling your body a different story than that, the one you consciously recite. You may, you may be actively saying you want to get well, lose the weight, and feel great, but at the deeper level, that may not be the case. Unfortunately, I have seen many people continue to play the role of the victim due to many misinterpreted spiritual aspira- aspirations or the sympathy they get from others due to their condition. The way to find out if you are secretly ab- sub- sabota- sabotaging your results is to see if your occasion acts much up to your conscious de- desires. Are you taking care of yourself? Eating the right food, exercising, getting to bed on time, or working to improve your mindset? If not, start here. This step will save you years of struggle and thousands of dollars in doctor's visits before you are ready to make permanent change in your life. The Daily Mantra About a century ago, Émile Émile Cou, a French psychologist, came up with a mantra to help his patients get well. A mantra is simply saying you re- recite to, to yourself over and over that brings meaning and sinks deep into your subconscious the more you repeat it. Emil q had his patients repeat, Every day in every way, I am getting better. That is just that one life. Uh, that is just that one, one line. It's so simple but yet powerful enough for his patients to credit. this mantra was helping them to overcome issues they had struggled with for years. Is it the placebo effect at work here? Absolutely. But since when, is that a bad thing? The placebo effect often beats medication in head-to-head clinical trials against some of the top drugs. It also goes to show that your own body and mind can manufacture what it needs based on your thoughts and feelings. For your own mantra, you can use "cools," or you can replace the word better with a goal of yours. However, my recommendation is to keep the mantra as stated above since better is more general and will allow for many areas in your life to improve. This simple technique is best recited when you first wake up when you are looking in the mirror and before bed. Try to recite it, mu- recite it multiple times in a row and really feel yourself feeling better. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Perfection is never the end goal. as ex- As I explained earlier in this chapter, The mere thought of having to be perfect or control everyone of your thought is yet another cause of stress. Once you realize perfection is unattainable, you can then aim for a modified version of it as a goal. With understanding that you are simply going to do your best, some days will be easier than others. That's part of life. My goal is to help you be gentler on yourself and recognize that simply moving in the right direction each day is a win. The reason this is so powerful is due to the fact that if you keep moving in the direction of your goal, you will eventually achieve it. The timeline is irrelevant. Once you put demands on when you must achieve the perfect health, body, life, happiness, etc. You are you are once again filling up your rain barrel with stress, expectations, and future case- casted judgment of whether you will whether you lived up to expectations. Be kind to yourself. You are doing the best you can. Give your current situation and programming. You will do better in time, and you will continue to grow. Continual growth is the real goal, not perfection. It, it gets easier. I remember when I first took up skiing. I started a little later in life, and all I can remember is that I used to cross the tips of my skis every time I got worried about falling. Of course, if you have ever skied, you know crossing your ski is a recipe for failing a falling face first into the snow. Eventually, I learned to control the distance of my skis from each other as well as some of the advanced techniques of staying on the edges. The amazing thing was that once I put in the practice and I got to the advanced stages of skiing, never once did I have to think about not crossing the tips of my skis. It came naturally. Remember, for most of us, whenever we try anything new, we falter the first few times or 50 times. It's normal to fall down at first. We need to understand this. Being hard on yourself is simply a bad habit that can broken when you become aware you are doing it. Failure is just an opportunity to learn more about yourself and the world. In fact, most things I have failed at have become my talents and and assets because I worked so hard to overcome my failing that as a side effect, I became a master of that art, hobby, sports, etc. In time, working on your breathing, releasing negative emotions, and envisioning a greater healthier future for yourself will be all you know. Work harder on yourself than you do on anything else. After that everything else, you want to you want in life will fall into place. Chemical imbalances. My love for studying psychology is only surpassed by that of digging deep into the science of bioregulatory medicine and biochemical responses due to our environment. This has led to some amazing discoveries that I have been able to incorporate into my practice on how our psychological state can often be a byproduct of our physiological ter- terrain. In normal speak, that essentially means that our mind is affected by what's going on in our body. Now that we have reviewed some of the more important aspects on working on your psychology, let's look at the other half of the qu- equation. Note, even after reading about the biochemical imbalances below, you absolutely should not disregard everything in this chapter that was already stated. Using the techniques from above will only help you heal faster and potentiate the effects of any additional nutritional compounds. Sometimes our emotions are harder to control than we'd like. It seems as if no matter what you do, it's not enough. You may feel like a dark cloud is following you around or that you can't shake your anxiousness or irritabil- irritability. When, the, when these feelings become a chronic fixture, fixture in your life, it's time to go deeper. But before we get to which lab tests and supplements we, I recommend in order to rebalance your body, let's first talk about why you may be feeling overwhelmed, anxious, depressed, or stressed from a physiological or bodily perspective. One unexp- unexpected consequence of working with thousands of people on their health is that I have had the privilege privilege of understanding how much state of the body affects of the brain. Previously, I shared how your brain affects your body, but your body is just as capable of sending feedback to your brain. And... If the feedback is that of pain, suffering, inflammation, or injury, your mind sends you the, those same signals, as thought and feeling, that something is wrong. A, a, a two-sided approach. This is why although I wholeheartedly recommend therapy or consul- counseling that focuses on healing, not revealing uh, leaving the pain. I know that in most cases, people needed to correct their physiology. Without this partnership, the result of therapy are often poor, which is why so many people remain in counseling for years. But where do you look in your body for what is imbalanced so that you can finally get your emotional and mental health back in balance? That is the ultimate question and is one it is one that has both an easy and complex answer. The easy answer is to look directly at the part of the body that ails you the most. Do you have, uh, do you have bloating, headaches, insomnia, poor energy, skin issues, weight gain, or an autoimmune disease? Think about this really hard for a moment because the answers I share with you below could finally heal years of pain.